What's the deal? It's your boy Chris Childs, aka Young Light Skin Hokage, business mogul, entrepreneur, artist slash shoe customizer. You can find me at underscore Chris Childs on social media or www.shopchrischilds.com. And you tuned into the candy shop. Yeah, dig. Everybody, it's Gina Payne from Let's Talk About It, the show where no subject is off limits. You can catch us everywhere Fridays on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. And we're coming to YouTube real soon. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Let's with two S's Talk About It underscore. So, without further ado, you are now listening to Candyman TV. Let's get into the show. All right, we good. Sound check. Okay, we good. We good. Oh, shit. Yeah, I see the live thing now. Okay, bet, bet. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Candyman TV. Y'all know what it is. Y'all listen to the, to the candy shop. Heard in 55 countries. I told y'all, got the videos popping now. We finally got the videos popping after months of me hollering, talking about, oh, I'm going to get the videos. We finally got the videos popping. So from now on, we about to have live stream videos for the podcast make sure you go to candymantv.com c-a-n-d-y-m-a-n-e-t-v to get access to all my social medias and all my other little projects today we got a very special guest rapper Jabba Missouri E. Sosa in the building what's up bro I appreciate you for having me I appreciate you for being patient with me because you know we've been supposed to do this we've been supposed to do this but you know, just my schedule been all all topsy turvy for real. You good, bro? Hey, hey, handle your shit, bro. You already know. So how you doing, man? How's the day going? It's been good. <clears throat> it's been good. Bad, bad. So tell before we get started, just just tell everybody just a little something about yourself, just a little bit. Honestly, I just want to say I'm more than just a rapper. I'm an artist. I try to make art and something people can listen to forever. <clears throat> but yeah, that's a little something about me. So, do you do so? Before we get into the rap, like what uh, what what kind of other do, do what kind of other things do you do outside of rap? Like, what you say you're uh, artistic? Do you like draw or anything like that or? Uh, bro, <clears throat> right now I work at Olive Garden, <laughs> uh, but like hobby-wise, really, bro, I'm a stoner. I don't even really have much of a, like, hobby outside of music and smoking. Also, I play with my daughters. I got two daughters, uh, but yeah. <clears throat> I watch uh, movies and shit sometimes too. How old are your daughters? Uh, one's four and one's two. Okay, okay. All right, so let's get let's get a little bit into your rap career. So, I see you got a couple songs out right now. What made you want to get in the rap game? Well, honestly, I just wanted to get in the music game. Since I was like young as fuck, probably like six or maybe even younger than that, but uh, I ended up uh, 
taking guitar lessons like probably like around like six years old or ten years old somewhere in that range and uh i figured out quick that like either the teacher wasn't for me or learning guitar wasn't for me so yeah and then fast forward a couple years later uh i had wanted to do like r&b music but I never knew anybody with a studio, like a recording studio. <clears throat> and then uh, fast forward a couple years after that, I had found, like, really I had went to school with my bro, Da Vinci. Shout out Da Vinci. And uh, <clears throat> anyways, fast forward a couple more years, I, I like, talk to Da Vinci again outside of school we're both already like we're both outside of school and um oh what is it he knows somebody that has a studio so now I know my very first person with a studio <coughs> my bad bro my throat is fucked up this is real it's off that Tyson gas yeah this shit bro I was talking shit for a second bro but I'm low key thraxed up like <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie bro I'm thraxed up <laughs> studio shout out Benjamin he's the one that recorded me for the very first time and then I figured out really quick that that wasn't the type of studio I wanted to be at like I wanted to be at a professional studio not a home studio <clears throat> so they put me on to this dude uh Pamu shout out Pamu and freaking yeah that's really when things I was like okay I, I just need to lock myself in the stew pretty much and just find myself <clears throat> so what was it like when you first like stepped in the booth like were you nervous were you were you oh, excited uh, honestly I was like I was like I was ready I was ready as fuck but I was, at the same time, I was nervous because it's a new environment, new people around me. And, like, like, yeah, I had just met the producer for the first time. Like, you could tell listening to the, the shit I very first made. Like, I really didn't know what I was doing. I was just, like, I just had a, a dream of making music. Yeah, sometimes it be like that. Like when you first start out, you know, you gotta get your, you gotta get your, you know, you gotta get your feet wet first. You know what I'm saying? But as you continue on, you know, you see the growth and the, the growth in the process. And I've seen a lot of growth, like from your, from like, cause when I, when I was listening to some of your songs, I started from the beginning and I went to like the most current. That's how, I, that's how I like, that's how I like to hear a new artist. I, I start from, I want to start from the beginning, cause like I like some of the new stuff, but I also want to be like, let me hear the. The humble beginning to yeah. what's coming out now. You feel me? I appreciate that, bro. I appreciate you checking my stuff out. Oh yeah, for sure. So, do you do? Is the studio that you in? Is it in Joplin or is it somewhere else? Yeah, it's in Joplin. Okay. What if um has there? So I see um uh what was that? What's that show that you about to have that's coming out in Springfield? Uh. Sleazy World Go. Yep, yep, okay. What um what have you have you done any, any other shows besides that or is this is this one of your first ones? Uh this is probably like my 
thirtieth show or something, maybe like give or take. <clears throat> Definitely, I feel like over twenty shows. I've been doing music for like three years, and uh, in my first year, I got. I feel like it was like three shows, and then after that, these last two years, I've been, it's been like once a month, sometimes twice a month, sometimes every like every couple months. Okay, you ever go out? You ever go outside of Missouri, or has all the shows been in Missouri? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, yeah, they have all been in Missouri, bro. Sadly. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't even say sadly for real because I mean you you get booked on the shows you know what I'm saying that's all that matters you're getting your name out yeah. there I'm like I'm building myself up right now that's the way I look at it like basically if I like as if it's a job resume like type shit like I feel like I'll be able to market myself to labels oh yeah for sure now let's get in a little bit. Let's let's get in a little bit of something else. So, what was it? What what was it like? You you're from Joplin, right? Uh, I mean, really, bro. I grew up in like outside of Neosho, which is right next to Joplin, though. <clears throat> yeah, bro. I'm I'm fucking gassed, like. <laughs> hey, it be like that, you know what I'm saying? Shoot. I remember I remember when I was out in Vegas, I was I was just exploring. I went to one of them dispensaries. I think it was like Planet Twenty One or something. It was Planet something, I forget. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. The world's largest dispensary. Yep. Yep. They had a Mike Tyson had his own section. I was like I'm talking about they had all types of they had all types of goodie bags in there, but you know I, I was I was broke at the time, so I was like, shoot, you know I can't even, you know, but shoot, shout shout to Mike Tyson if you watching or if you hear about it, come be a guest on the show. You know what I'm saying? We 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 support we support. You know what I'm saying? Show show some love, to Mike Tyson. Oh God, my oh, my personal favorite boxer. <laughs> but okay. Would. Have you saw that new uh, show on Hulu about Mike Tyson? No, I haven't. I heard about no. it, though. Bro, fire. There's a couple episodes that'll definitely, like, potentially... It'll... Or not potentially. It will change opinions, on like, some people's. But it's a good show, nonetheless. Like, actors and everybody, like, they definitely, like... It's just, It's a good show all around. Man, I heard because I, I did. Matter of fact, I just seen a preview about it. Like I think it was like a couple days ago or fire. sometime last week. Fire, bro! It's fire. We so. <coughs> what was it? So what was it like growing up? So what was it like growing up in? Uh, you said, I'm sorry. What was what was the city you said you before you okay. came to Joplin? I so I was born in Joplin. But I grew up in this small-ass town with, like, probably, like, 400 people in it or something. It's called Stella. And, uh, and like, I basically really lived in Joplin and in, in Stella. Uh, 
like, as a kid, you know, it was, like, a little bit hectic because, like, I was living with my mom and dad for a little bit, and then I would have to go to my grandparents, like, depending on what they're doing because they was always, like, trying to be in some shit. And, uh, yeah, so I spent a lot of time with my grandparents growing up. I feel I actually just looked up uh, the um, the population in Stella in 2020. It's only 286 people. Bro, that's crazy. That is wild. So you said you grew up mostly with your grandparents. Like, how 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 was your how was your relationship with them like compared to your your mom and dad? If you don't mind me asking. Uh. Yeah, it's low key a touchy subject for real. Yeah. Well, I see. Well, we we don't got to get into that. We don't got to get into that. You know what I'm saying? We we'll probably get into that later, or you know, whatever else you feel comfortable. You feel me? Yeah. So what? No, but I have a I have a great <clears throat> I have a great relationship with my grandparents. For sure, I'll say that. Now, do so. What um? So, what made you ultimately end up in Joplin, like for good, like? Bro, money and uh, low key. Actually, not at first. Well, for good, it was the money, but at first, it was the school, like. Uh, bro, I just had, I was a bad kid in school, didn't like going to school, and all type of shit like that, so, I got, I had like, I went to East Newton, which is the school that like, uh, where my grandparents lived in Stella, anyways, and then I went to Neosho as well, and I had both got, I got kicked out of both of those schools, so my grandparents wanted me to do online and uh, I had did this for like two weeks and hated it and I was like I gotta go to real school like so I went and moved in with my uncle and uh, he lived up in Joplin okay yeah cause I, I me personally I knew like when I uh, growing up when I was going to school I really wasn't like online. I, I remember um, I was doing credit recovery and then I had to take like one class that was online. It was like science or something. I could not stay focused, fam. I could not stay focused at all because just like doing that online work, you get so distracted because you can easily wander off. You can easily wander off your own world, especially if it's something that you don't, especially something that you don't want to deal with. Like, School wasn't really a thing. School, you know, school subjects wasn't really like a big thing on me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was just it was it was it was cop. But you know, you did the whole you did the whole nine yards. I only did like one class for like like what two two quarters of the school. Yeah, at the now, yeah. See, I should have. I really should have stuck with it because I went to my like. So I think I went. Actually, no, I went all the way until uh, my junior year, and then I just stopped going, like, 
Yeah, I just stopped going. Like, I finished my sophomore year, didn't even go the next, like, the next year, because I was just making money moves, and I was like, fuck school. Like, I can make more, I can make way more money, like, because I was already ditching school a lot of my sophomore year, so I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'm done. Yeah, it'd be like that, man. Did you ever end up graduating? Uh, I, I just stopped, like, I really just stopped going. I didn't drop out, but I just stopped going. Yeah, it's that motivation for real, you know what I'm saying? Plus, like, you was out there getting that bread. Like, I know plenty of people who, you know what I'm saying, they dropped out because they was getting that money or they really didn't have a choice, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody got a different story, but, I mean, you're doing good for yourself now, so that's really all that mattered. Bro, literally, that's all I saw, bro, was, like, the amount of time it's going to take me to, like, go through school just to get a, a diploma that really don't even matter and me have to learn things that aren't even going to, like, truly affect what I'm doing. Like, some classes, I'll give it to it, like, they're worth it. Like, they're great to know, but, like, most of it's just, like, we don't even really need, like, we're not going to use any of this. So what the fuck is the point in learning it? Why don't we have, like, bro, we should, I feel like we should be taught like at the age like school should start at like probably like age 10 and it's like your first class is like automotives and fucking boom the next one is like how to like pay shit and finance and then like et cetera, et cetera. like shit that's actually gonna teach these like kids how to become adults like rather than them knowing two plus two like I mean, that shit is, like, really fast. Like, they can learn that at five, and then, boom, ten years old. They need to know how to pay bills and work on cars at least a little bit, start to learn. That way, by the time they're 18, pushed out to the world, it's not something brand new to them. Like, I feel like. I'll feel you on that, but I know, I mean... The reason why school ain't like that is because the government sets it up so that people are workers and not their own bosses. I remember I remember Jaden Smith said in the interview, he said, school teaches you how to be a prisoner. It don't teach you how to be it don't teach you how to be really independent because think about it like you got to raise your hand in order to go to the bathroom or do anything. You have to sit in the class. You have to learn these subjects. And like you said, a lot of them subjects we don't even use. A lot of the history that they taught us in the school ain't even true. Like, (laughs) they're they're just on complete bullshit, bro. Like, and then it goes even deeper than that because then it's an even bigger scam. Like, they're basically scamming, uh, like, the future of America, like, or... Yeah, with the books and shit and the shit they're teaching them. But then it goes even further than that because then once you get in college, most people have to go into a student loan or whatever to even get the to even go to college. So boom, that's just money in their pockets. Like it just all adds up to where it's in favor to them. Yep. At the end of the day, as long as the gov- as long as the government getting paid, they don't care what happened to everybody else. Literally. Man, cause I I I remember I remember I was uh I went to college I went to college a couple times, and I remember this one time I was going to the art institute back in Ohio when it 
in uh, Cincinnati when it was the Art Institute. Now I got it, it's been shut down for like years now. But I remember I was talking to this one lady. She said, "Yeah, I know somebody who went to uh, went to school and got like a master's degree. They working in fast food." I was. I remember working at TGI Fridays. This one lady, she she went to college and she had this degree, but her um her degree couldn't even get her a job, so she stuck it working at TGI Fridays. And it's like a lot of a lot of these a lot. Of, what'd you say? You broke up for a sec. What'd you say? Her degree couldn't get her a job, bro. That's not right. That's yeah, not right. What? And then you st- and then they then they stuck in that debt. They're like, oh dang, I went to college for four, five, six, seven years, and a lot. And some and some of these kids, they going to college because they're going for what their parents wanted to go to. Oh God, yeah. No, my- Ever since I was young, they they would be like. You're going to college. You're going to college, and I, every time, even ever since I was young, I'd be like, I really don't want to. Like, and then as I got older, I really realized that I don't even want to. Like, it's too much money, like out of pocket for something that could really benefit or potentially not even benefit at all. Like, it's it's a fifty fifty chance for sure. Maybe even higher or lower than that. I don't, I don't even know. But. It's a chance for sure. Yeah, like I tell, I tell everybody, like if you go to college, go to college for something that you actually like or that you actually love. Because I mean, just because you go to college for the money, not all good, not all money is good money. Yeah, I feel that. Because I, I, I just see some people like man. I, there's no some people that they be stuck at their jobs for like twenty, thirty years. And they're just miserable that whole time. Like, yeah, that's what I went to college for. That's what I went to school for. But it's just like, it's pointless. Like, why would you go? Like, why would you go somewhere just to hate it for 20, 30 years and then retire unhappy? And you still don't got enough. And some people, they even after they retire, they still don't got enough money to survive. So they can't go back to the they can't go back to the old job because they got replaced. So they got to pick up another job that pays less and they can't get paid more because even if they experience, they'll be like, oh, well, based on your experience, we understand this and this and that, but we can't pay you this much. So you're getting underpaid to be overused. And it's, it's, it's just a trap for real. A hundred percent, bro. Like, bro. And it's so sad because like places like, I, I'm pretty sure it's like, uh, Sweden or like it's some like Norwegian area uh maybe having like jail is actually like decent and humane like and then also college is free and like uh like a, a couple more helpful ass things I really can't even remember I'm looking lit right now but bro they're really like just ahead they're ahead for sure Bro, I know exactly what you're talking about. And oh yeah, the crime rate is literally like fucking like almost nothing compared to like uh what America is. It is way smaller, but uh still like it just goes to show like not so not so 
so harsh, like environments or whatever, people won't even want to commit the crimes. Or, I don't even know. Yeah, fam. They, I know exactly what you mean, cause a lot of it's just like America has it. America has its like good good parts, but on some other parts, it's just like dang, like. This is one of the most freest countries, but at the same time, it's just yeah. like we get taxed for everything. A lot. Some of these, some of these countries, they tax you once a year. They send that yearly tax, and as soon as you pay that, you good. We got tax. We get taxed on everything. Don't know matter what it is, you getting taxed. Some places even more like than others. Like it's just crazy, bro. You ever bought anything out Cali? You said what? You ever bought any like tobacco in Cali? They're um, taxed. Oh, I, I never, I never bought anything in Cali, but I know they taxing. I know they taxing like crazy. I remember, I know New York, they charging like shit. Good thing I, I I'm, I'm glad York. I don't smoke cigarettes because oh we. When I was a kid, they was charging almost ten dollars. Now that I'm grown. Matter of fact, I'm about to look that up. I'm a, I'm about to look that up real quick. You said what was ten dollars? It was like a pack of Newports was almost ten bucks when I was a kid in New York. Bro, yeah, see, they're I feel like they're even more expensive than uh, Cali is. Like cost of living wise, if not close. Oh yeah, they said cigarette. I'm looking up cigarette prices right now. They said in New York, a pack of cigarettes is eleven ninety six. Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, I've never, I've never bought a pack of cigarettes ever in my life. I'm so glad to say that. Yeah, like I, that's I another. Yeah. I don't rock with the. I don't really. I, I I I tried a cigarette before, but I only hit like twice, and I was like, yeah, this ain't it. This ain't it. Ah. Uh, bro, yeah, no, I've tried ciggies. I've tried ciggies. I just don't like them shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't stand the smell or the taste. I was like, I'm cool on that. Yeah, like, part of the reason why I've never uh, wanted to smoke them shits is every time I ride in the uh, car with my mom, she'd be smoking. And I'd be like, can you please, like, put that out? Like, that shit is so nasty smelling. I wouldn't cuss, but, like, I was like, that is so nasty, smelling. Yeah, I got a, I got a couple friends. They trying to quit, but you know, it's that 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 nicotine is so addicting. Yeah. But it's really, I mean, a lot of a lot of people don't believe me when I say this, but it's really the food that is the it's the food that you eat that can help control those cravings. But that we go we gonna save that for a whole another subject, you know, because. So, right, <laughs> health, bro, and mental health too. Like, but yeah, what you trying to get into though, bro? <laughs> yeah, let's talk a little bit. Let's get back. Let's get back in the music. Let's get back in the music. We, we, ran, <laughs> we went off a little bit, but it's cool though. It's cool though. We just gonna it let hurt. it flow. So, do you uh, do you have any like mixtapes out right now, or do you just you just got singles? Uh, okay, so I have. Uh, really, what I'm supposed to call them right now is EPs, uh, 
because like I haven't dropped my like quote unquote debut album yet. But uh, yeah, I would. Okay, so I got like three EPs out, and then I got probably like ten singles. Okay. Okay. One of those being a like a duo song, like where it's like, yeah, it's completely like a duo song. Okay, so what? Who's what rappers inspire you, or have inspired you? Well, there's a list for sure, but uh, okay, so rappers specifically. Or just like artists in general. It could be. It, I will do both. We'll say both. All right, for sure. Top three rappers that inspire me, bro. Uh, Young Thug. Thugger. Bro, number two, probably like uh, Gucci Mane, maybe, and. Oh, no, no, no. I take Gucci Mane out. Sorry. I got to I gotta throw a little baby in there. And then number three is NBA. Because those are really who I, who I was listening to when I dreamed about making music. Like, I was like, these dudes could do this shit. I could do this shit. Like, it would be fun to make a song with all, like, all three of the people I just named. And then top three artists, bro. Uh, like... Justin Bieber, bro. Michael Jackson, and fucking honestly, bro, it's a tie between like Post Malone and Eminem. Okay. Maybe a three-way tie because the Kid Leroy is hard as fuck too. <laughs> and look, I don't need. I be trying to tell people this. Justin Bieber is a genius oh yeah oh yeah i like some people they just be like oh no i don't listen to Justin Bieber. he whacked this is i'm like have you heard his songs have you actually listened to his albums have you actually all what the media said take that out have you actually sat and listened to this man's songs like oh. even as a even as a kid <laughs> he was going crazy oh, I mean, Busiest marketing scheme in the world, I feel like. Right. Like, or just like his whole, like, everything that happened, bro, was just something that was supposed to happen. Like, he's he's a legend. Like, uh, you plug it up on here. Freaking, uh, bro, I really honestly don't even listen to his new shit. That, like, like, it's not really in my playlist, but, bro, back in, like, 2012, bro, like, I was, I was like, Every, every dude in school thought this shit was gay as fuck. Like, just, Justin Bieber's music, they were like, no, I don't listen to Justin Bieber or whatever. I was like, bro, this shit's hard. You're goofy. Like. <laughs> bro, and I, that's another thing. Like, people were saying, oh, he's gay. He's this, this, and that. Yeah, Didn't I was have... like, bro, I was yeah. like, you're mad. He's taking your bitch without even, like, knowing your bitch. Exactly. Like, <laughs> bro, all right, man. I, I, I mean. I was like, to be like that. That. Back home, right in Ohio, mostly I didn't really know. I didn't really know too many. I didn't know too many black girls who listened to Justin Bieber. Some did, but not too many. The white girls were going nuts. I know for a fact when he first came out here in Missouri, I already knew he was he was that guy. 
All right. I could I could only imagine. I could only imagine, but he. I don't know. Like people, people just people just because I got a, I got an ear for music. I listen to just about anything if it can if it's catchy. Because I remember the first time I really got hip to him, it was that um, it was that Purpose album. Cause I was like, okay, you know, I'm gonna just give it. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna give it a shot. When I heard that, mark my words, I was like, oh, this man is serious. Then he had that joint with uh, he uh, he had that joint with um, Big Sean and uh, Cup Man. I and then like my my homie. My uh, my homie Sam, shout out uh, Sam the Medical Man, aka Sam Smoothie. He yeah, showed yeah. me a couple old Justin Bieber songs because he's a, he's a musical genius too. My my boy Sam, yeah. he's a he's a musical genius. Too. He showed me a couple others, like couple old songs. I was like, dang, like this dude really had the songs. Bro, he yeah, I'm telling you, bro, he was saucy. He was bro. Like every morning, I feel like every day, bro. I used to play this one song, uh, one time by Justin Bieber, bro. This dude, bro, I was like, this dude turning the fuck up, doing whatever the hell he wants. Like, no lie, that was a hit. <laughs> don't you know? I was like, this, bro. I was like, God damn it, I'm trying to be like that. Yeah, hold on, just one sec. I yeah, gotta bro. get this charger for this phone because this other phone about to die. Still live, everybody. Make sure you go like, share, subscribe. Show my boys some love. Okay, we back in the building. We back. I just didn't want the uh, I didn't want the uh, the phone to die because I'm recording off my uh, off my other iPhone on the podcast. We straight now. We straight now. But yeah. And uh, but yeah, Justin Bieber, genius. Michael Jackson, genius. Like Michael Jackson, random, random fact here. You know how my my you know how Michael always talk like this. What? He, the lip surgery? Nah, because he was uh, he was exercising his head voice. Cause. When you sing like really high, like I, I don't know how to explain the head voice. If you singers, you know what I'm talking about. But like when you sing really high, like and you feel it, like go like I don't know how to I don't know how to explain it, but like you can feel it, like in your head, kinda. And then like when you uh like your chest voice is when you go when you when you uh when you sing like baritone bass more bass tone. He used to all he used to always talk like this because it would always exercise his head voice. That's how he could always hit those crazy notes. And the thing is, he talked like that for years. So he was exercising that head voice, not only by him practicing his vocals, but just throughout him talking. Like, cause I remember, I forgot who it was in the interview. They said like, Michael Jackson called him. They was like, hello, this is Michael Jackson. And then he went back to the head voice and they was like, wait a minute, what? I was like, Michael Jackson got a deep ass voice. <laughs> Man, Michael. Well, like I saw some videos or, or some shit on that too. Actually, man, R.I.P. Michael Jackson. Man, they said they do. Well, hopefully, hopefully he's still out there somewhere with a bald head out in like some third world country, like having a farm or some shit. Like, but 
yeah, if he did, if he did pass away, bro, rest in peace, then. Yeah, cause I mean, you never, you, you really never know if you know, cause bro, it's, it's some funny if you stuff. Got, like thirty thousand dollars, bro, you can fake your death. Like you can fake your death. Like easily. Oh yeah, you can easily do. I that. feel like as long as you, if you got money, you can pretty much do anything. As long as you got money. Some celebrities, for real, for real, I mean, you know, you never know. It's like some celebrities get cloned. Some of them, they, they not really, you know, passed away. They, they got taken some places, and you, you know, because uh, y'all want to say too much, you know, but you know, so there's some funny, there's some funny stuff that be going on with them celebrities. Swear, a hundred percent, bro. Like a hundred percent. All right, so let me ask you this. Who name? Who's 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 some of your least favorite rappers or least favorite? We'll start off with rappers and then we'll start off with least favorite artists, like all together. Oh man! Oh bro! Uh, <laughs> least favorite rappers, bro. Six nine for sure. Um. Bro, I want to put, like, I respect Drake, but I hate his music. <laughs> like, Ooh. Like, not all of it, not all of it, but, like, a good majority of it is not for me, bro. Uh, is it is it because of the ghostwriting scandal, or? Bro, it's just a mixture of things, bro. Like, it's his vibe in some songs. It's the lyric in some songs. It's, like, the ghostwriting shit. It's, like, bro, just a... But I respect him, and I really fucking want to, like, bro, the level of where he's at, he's never coming down. Like, it's generational. It's more than generational. It's generational, generational wealth. Like, he's got it, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. He's doing some shit behind the scenes, like, besides just music to, like, maintain and forever maintain where, like, spending habits. <laughs> Man, I mean... He started off on Degrassi. He was, a, a matter of fact, he would, he's an OG on Degrassi because he, I remember I was watching old, old episodes of Degrassi, like first season. He was on the first season of Degrassi. Oh, God. Like when they was, man, like, and speaking of Degrassi, oh, you you, you blacked out. You still there? Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Oh, okay, okay. You blacked out. I was like, uh oh. Thanks, dude. Shit. <laughs> But man, that Degrassi, Degrassi, man. You ever seen that show? Bro, I yeah, I it's been years though. I remember seeing it though. Man, I ain't even gonna lie. That Degrassi before like before Degrassi the next generation. Like that shit. I feel like when I saw it. Yeah, the the next generation was good, but the generation before that Oh man, like yeah, bro. that. I never saw a take on it, but I remember watching it a couple times, and I was like, I don't know if I like this. Fam, you gotta watch it from the beginning. You gotta watch it from the beginning and watch it because it's that that show was like a it was it was like a soap it was kind of like a soap opera drama for like teenagers and middle school yeah, kids. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, bro. They were t they was targeting an audience for sure. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, bro. 
Who's your other rappers that, that you're not really rocking with? You said 6 9 you said Drake, who else? Bro, really, I'm going to take Drake off. I like I really can't put him on there. Bro, I don't even know. I really don't try to hate that much. But, or like, I, it's kind of, it's really hard for me to think of artists that I legitimately, like, hate their music, bro. Uh, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say hate. I say like just like you don't really you know you just be like and uh, I'll skip over. Okay, just not big fans of. All right, I'm gonna put like six nine, like the weekend and Drake. Like I'm just not a fan of listening oh. to any. Bro, like the weekend. I, I, I just really don't enjoy listening to any three of their music. Like I really, really, really respect. The Weeknd and Drake, and The Weeknd could hit some fucking Michael Jackson-esque type notes, but, like, it's just hard for me to have it in my everyday playlist, honestly. Like, personally. I feel you. I feel you. Oh, you hate Ray, bro. I love Ray Sherman, bro. I wish they were still in there. Bro, Ray Sherman. Bro, bro, oh they're hard. Oh, my God. So, man, I be trying to tell, like, I, I know some people, like, a lot of my peoples, they really don't be listening to them because they not really hip. I'm like, bro, you have to hear them. Like, Honestly, Wayley by himself, though, he go fucking nutty, too, bro. Man, he, he go fucking nuts. Sway Lee the truth, for real. Like, I, I like Jimmy, too, but, like, Sway, like, he... So, man, they first album, classic. Alright. Oh, they was going crazy. Oh my god. I I just oh man. Their visuals were on another like on another level like from like from what it seemed like to start. Like like yeah. So let me look how the fuck they came up honestly thinking about that because like it really seems like they popped up out of nowhere with like a record deal. Like yeah. before even dropping. Yeah, because they was in a uh, there. I think they was in like a band or something. Because um, their Dance. band, their the band was called Drummer's Ear, and that's Ray Shrummer, uh spelled backwards. Bro. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. I know about that shit, bro. That's what too. Yeah, because I remember I was I was telling like, why are they call it Ray Shrummer? Then somebody that I seen like an interview. They said, "Oh yeah, Drummer's Ear," and I was like, "Wait a minute." And I spelled it backwards. I was like, that is pure genius. Their, yeah, their label now is, is still, or I don't know if it still is, but at least like when they were like Ray Shrimmer and not Sway Lee and Jimmy. Uh, like, yeah, like it would be ear drummers every time. And what? Man, that made me want to go listen to some of the old, old tapes. Oh, God, bro, they're hard. <laughs> So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this because I I got my answer for this one already. I just want to hear your opinion. Who is the best female rapper out right now? Megan Thee Stallion. Like, I feel like there's no hesitation with that. Like, I just have her in my playlist. I just really respect what she's doing. 
I can't think of one other artist. I mean, like, Cardi B's above her still, but, like, I don't know, bro. Megan's really on, on some different shit, bro. I feel you. I, what? me personally... And, yeah. the, and and some people some people don't agree with me, but some people once they once they once they hear me out about this, they're like, oh, okay, I see where you're going. Yeah. I believe that the best female rapper out right now, and she's been the best since like last year, Doja Cat. Oh, oh shit, yeah. I mean, bro, I don't even consider her a rapper though. She's an artist. She's a bro. What she makes is straight up like anything like sometimes she raps sometimes she sings sometimes she makes funny shit like yeah like she's so it's just like because she's so diverse and what's crazy is she's about to she's uh she's supposed to drop a rap album but i'm not sure when she's gonna drop it but i read online that her next album that she's gonna be working on is gonna be like a rave album what the fuck yeah like she i mean He's on some shit right now. Yeah, like, it's crazy, like, because I remember, like, when I first got hip to her, you know, I got hip to her because of the cow song, and then I was like, okay, you know, she cute, you know, the cow song was kind of funny, but then when I seen that Juicy video with Tyga, I was like, whoa, hold on now, let me check a little bit more of that out. She's on another level, she's on another level ahead of, uh... Meg, though, if we're being honest, for real. Oh, yeah, because... It is the hottest out. You're her, right. Her diversity bring, makes her... I feel like her diversity puts her ahead of a lot of people. Like, don't get me wrong, like... Like, I mean, like, the ultimate rap queen... I mean, the ultimate rap queen in this generation, obviously, Nicki Minaj. She just dropped another... She just dropped a song, and it's been a while. Bro. You know, that's Nicki, though. Oh, like... Bro, I wish she was watching this shit, bro, because I would, like, slide in her DMs so goddamn fast. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I pray, bro, I pray there's one show where it's, like, you know, something, like, something happens, bro. <laughs> but yeah, like, I, <laughs> Megan is hot, though. Like, Megan's hot, Cardi's hot, um, yeah. that I, and, I, and I rock with him, but, like, <laughs> When it comes to like, when it comes to like, bar, like, stupid bars, like stupid dumb go crazy bars, Doja got him. Doja got him. But I believe, but like a lot of times, I believe. And oh, and I, I can't forget Lotto. I can't forget Lotto. She, she, Bro, she, she's deep. she, she's deep. But like, it's just like a lot of these record labels. Most 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 female rappers that come out, their record labels don't want them to rap about anything else besides twerking, sex, and money. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. Like, but at the same time, it might it might just be what they're trying to talk about. Yeah, you never know. She never know. But I mean, they might push a certain agenda, but I feel like I feel like they mostly. I feel like they just kind of give artists bad deals and let them uh, try to figure their way out. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then they see other rappers buying a lot of fancy ass shit, so they copy that shit, end up going broke, and then that's why some rappers stay on and some rappers stay off. And that's why Rick Ross has like, I think it's like, uh, like 
don't, I'm not even gonna say a number, honestly. It's it's hella. He has hella fast food restaurants, like wing stops, and uh, he has a fucking fat ass house. And he's probably gonna, or not probably, he's gonna maintain his wealth and have generational wealth. Uh, he's on the same type shit as Drake, bro. Like they're on just another wave. Like they know what they're doing with their money, bro, and that's passive incomes. Oh yeah, facts. That's straight facts because some of these rappers they don't know how to maintain. And I figured this out like a lot of times a lot of these rappers like matter of fact, I remember you you I know you I know you watched the Fairly Odd Parents. Oh yeah. Remember Chip Skylark? Oh yeah. There was a ep- remember that episode where he was like, Oh yeah, he was talking to Timmy because Timmy was like, Oh yeah, you got this and this and that, blah blah. He was like, Oh no. I only got this and this and that. My record label pays for this, this, that. I'm broke. You know, as a kid, that went over my head. But then as an adult, when I, when I played that back, I was like, that's why all these rappers going broke. Because what these rappers do is they let the... the well, when they sign that... Well, a lot of rappers, when they sign them contracts, they, they anything that they buy, anything that they get, it comes out of their budget. It comes out of that contract. So if you get a $2 million contract, even like, like it, yeah, you're supposed, to, uh, you're supposed to spend all that, spend that on like, you know, studio production, music videos and music wise. But under, the, under them contracts, sometimes they don't tell you like, oh, yeah, well, that counts as your food expenses, the hotels you go to, the change you buy and all this. And the record labels, they just eat it up. That's why the record labels, they just they just let them spend all that money. Go ahead, buy them chains. A lot of the chains that these rappers buy, they lose value as soon as they buy as soon as they buy the diamonds because they don't go to the right jewelers. They go to the popular jewelers that everybody goes to because it look nice. There are a lot of diamonds that uh, that get sold to people that lose value because of how they're made and where they come from. There's other jewelers. You there? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you the screen black, but you still there though. You still there? We we gonna get. Yeah. You, I don't know where my camera went. Uh. Yeah, it's still loading up. But um, a lot of these, you know, they they go like I I found this out too. I found about the jewelry. A lot of these rappers, they go to the like they go to the popular jewelers, jewelry jewelry people because it, it's popular, but they don't go to the right jewelers that be like, okay, I'll sell you this all diamond chain that's gonna last, that that the value is gonna increase. They go to they make they all the record labels are basically best buds with all the jewelers. They get the rappers in debt. And so that way, the record label, they the record label, they get old money, and the jeweler gets old money, and they just go in with it. Like they're like, okay, we're gonna basically split it fifty fifty or however, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just so many different evil ways that those record labels be doing, folks. Like, if I ever, like, if I ever, like, cause I, I be doing music too. If I ever got approached by a major record label, I'm not signing to no major record label. None of them. No, no, see, that's like, I feel like that's a lot of people's stance on it because of the bad stories, but you can always use debt to your advantage if you, if you wanted to, like, that's the thing with, uh, like most of those artists, like they're just not spending the money the right ways. There's some of these artists that 
they can like uh oh what's his name jay balvin for example he just got signed to a 300 million dollar or it was like a crazy ass number like three billion or 300 million uh dollar deal from his label because he's obviously like keeping up with that shit like he makes sure to get it paid back uh and then he's gonna get more money and basically like bro like realty that's a really really big way to make uh money yeah and uh or real estate i mean fucking bro if you own like if you're if you got enough money to own an apartment complex or a duplex, bro, you fucking, bro, you made, because, like, that's a consistent passive income. You could literally go to sleep every night, never work, and you're going to live okay. Like, more than okay, honestly. I feel like. You're not lying about that, because my, my, my uncle, he, he, uh, shout out, shout out to Lenny, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He's tearing it up in the whole, in the wholesale real estate side. Tearing it up. He really got me into it. I'm still learning. You know, my little ones and twos. But he's tearing it up. But you right about that though, because some record labels, like it's not just like me personally. It's not just because like like the like if I got me personally, if I got like two million dollars for like a from like a record label, I'll tell you one thing. I'm gonna make sure in that contract that. I can go to the because me I'm gonna be a cheap I'm gonna be a cheap one. I'm about to hire Hype Williams to do my video. I'm about to hire Metro Boomin to produce my video. No, I'm gonna go to the locals. Hey, bro, what's up? Let's just shoot my video. Let me. I got the bands right here. I don't care what that liquor label say. And on top of that, I wanna. I need. And I know uh, the. Um, I know the record labels wouldn't even let me do this, but I would want to own my masters as soon as I sign to the label. But they don't want to. They don't want to do that. They don't want to do that. They want you to wait. They want you to wait until like you blow up and your masters cost millions of dollars, or they ain't, they ain't gonna give it to you at all. Because I know Diddy, Diddy. Uh, I think Diddy did that to Mace. Like he couldn't get his masters until like twenty years after. Like some of these record labels, they'll basically. Say you can't try to get your masters until the prime of your career is over. Like imagine all those rappers, like they had to wait 10, 20 years to get their masters. In the prime of their music, they was getting the most money. Now after their prime, you know, your music ain't getting played all like that. You getting basically the 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 chump change. And that's when the record labels be like, okay, now here you can have it now. We just collected the big money. Now you go in the cheap change. And on top of that, they don't even want to give you a percentage of what they made off your masters during the t- during the peak of your career. Bro, it's it's also about how like artists come approach. Like some artists, they just sign bad deals because they're just rushing into this shit. Like uh, uh, academics, I don't know how true this is, but academics like or DJ academics, he was saying. Uh, I was watching this thing yesterday. He was saying uh, artists are getting like 50-50s now, which is like, you already know, like 50% of everything goes to them, 50% to the label. But there's some artists that are like, if you really if you really seem like an asset to them more than a liability, they're more, they potentially are more than likely 
willing to give you like an 80 20. But you really got to be bringing in like mad sales and just like doing your shit right. Yeah. I was just about to say that too because that's what Master P did. He got that 80. He he was the one who was one of the first people to get that 80 20 deal. Like he was like, nah, give me 80%. Y'all can have 20. Cause them record, the thing is the record, them record labels they can afford it. Most of them record labels can afford that, but you know it's it's about business, oh, yeah. it's about money. They're already, they're already established. That's why they're putting on the artists. But like, bro, not only on the money side of things, bro, but like just the platform a label creates. Though, like some artists, like honestly, I just watched this artist blow up, and it's sad to say, like I liked his music before it blew up and I like his music now even in between like his whole like process I literally watched him like blow up and uh, but the thing is he's he's like misusing what what he could be doing right now like he could be projecting to like a way more about he could just be doing way better life but I don't know. He's just stuck in his ways and not trying to create a new sound or enhance his sound type shit. He just sound the same as he as he did, but right before he blew up, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be like that too. So and, and sometimes the record labels they don't want you to like when you sign into them contracts. They got in like small print, like oh yeah, basically we control the type of music you put out. The type of content you create, all that like that. Some of these rappers really can't even be themselves, but they get stuck in them contracts for like five years, and so then they stuck. They doing all type. They doing all type of stuff that they they not even comfortable with for real. But just because they sign that, they sign that contract, and if you breach that contract, you either going to court or you know something worse. Yeah. Bro, that's awful, for real. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah, I just, I hope I get something that's like decent. Or not, nah, I'm gonna make sure it's something decent. If it's not, I don't want to sign that. Hey, that's the smartest way. Cause shoot, I remember, I remember, I was, I was watching an interview with Megan The Stallion. She said the first label that she signed. She didn't even read the contract. She just wanted to. She wanted to be on the label so bad. She just grabbed the contract and she signed it. She didn't read nothing, and it was all bad for her for a minute. You know, she's doing better now because you know she's obvious. You know, she learned from her mistake. But at the same time, it was so much money that she lost, so much debt that she got in, and it could have been good debt. But you know how them labels do. The labels always target the, the the labels target specific people for specific reasons. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, so let me ask you this: so do so after uh, when when didn't they they change the date on the Sleazy World concert? I seen. Bro, I, yeah, this shit lucky made me mad because this is the third time or. Yeah, this is the third time, because it was supposed to be, I think, September 3rd the first time, and then it got pushed back to September 22nd, and then it got pushed back to 
October 22nd, and I'm like, bro, if this gets pushed back one more time, I'm, I'm off the show. Like, one dude did back, or actually, no, two people, they was like, nah, take me off this shit. I mean, hey. Literally, it's whatever, but like, I was like, damn. Yeah, facts. Real quick, though, for those who are tuning in on the podcast, I'm about to do a part two. Everybody on the live, I'm going to still keep everything running. I'm going to just, because on, uh, on, the, on the anchor, we can only record like one hour at a time. So I'm about to stop on the, on the anchor. Make sure everybody on anchor, while y'all listening, go to candymantv.com just so you can See the live shout out to uh, oh shout out to Kyla Williams real quick shout out to Kyla Williams real quick but yeah we about to restart on the anchor podcast make sure y'all go to the website what's the deal it's your boy Chris Childs aka young light skin Hokage business mogul entrepreneur artist slash shoe customizer you can find me at underscore Chris Childs on social media or www.shopchrischilds.com and you tuned into the candy shop. Yeah, dig. What's up, everybody? It's Junior Payne from Let's Talk About It, the show where no subject is off limits. You can catch us everywhere Fridays on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. And we're coming to YouTube real soon. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Let's with two S's Talk About It underscore. So without further ado, you are now listening to Candyman TV. Let's get into the show. Alrighty, we back on Anchor. Y'all listen to the Candy Shop, heard in 55 countries. We here with East Sosa. We over here chopping it up. This is part two. If you are listening on Anchor, the podcast, or any of the other platforms, we are still live right now on uh, StreamYard, live and direct. I just had to, you know, restart the recording because we only had an hour to record. But we still in the building. We still. It's your boy Candy Man. It's your boy E Sosa, baby. Yes, you already sir. know what it is, man. But yeah, we going. We let's get back on subject, though. You said a couple people dropped out the show because the they kept getting changed. Now isn't it scheduled for like Halloween now? Uh yeah, it's it's gonna be like a Halloween type show. Like slash, or it's like a show slash Halloween event, and I had I saw one dude post about it being a uh, a twerk contest, but I don't know, I don't know what's going on with that. Hmm. I mean, you never know. Springfield, y'all hear a twerk contest? Come out there and shake some. You might, oh, you might win some. You know, some of y'all love being on that camera. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, do your thing. You feel me? Just make sure you take, <laughs> just make sure you take a shower before you come, cause you know we gotta make sure that hygiene on point. Oh God, we. <laughs> you feel me? But uh, Bro, I don't know why my uh, camera won't turn on. <laughs> man, it's the internet hating. They see we live and direct in the 55 countries. They 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 don't want to see they don't want to see us win. DJ Khaled voice. Another one. Another one. Hey, that dude is so funny. <laughs> oh my god, bro. He cracking my shit up. Bro, he is so funny. 
I feel man. like he's one of those dudes that's forever gonna be up to like he's doing something right financially like to where he's gonna be able to keep his spending habits whether at oh, at yeah. least it, it seems like like he um he um man I don't know like could DJ Cal he been he been in the game for a minute though like he that dude's been in the game for a minute just like same with Future but crazy a lot of people a lot of people don't know this but uh Future help uh I think he either helped produce or he produced that uh Blueberry Yum Yum track that Ludacris did back in the day and that was like back in like that was like Blueberry oh let me see let me see when that track came out Let's see when that track came out. That track came out in two thousand four. That was on, yep. That was on uh, the Red Light District. That was that. That's a classic Ludacris album right there. Yeah, bro. I definitely, I definitely have like peeked a little bit into uh, Ludacris, bro. But I need to go deeper into bro. it's like the biography. I'm not even gonna lie. My one of one of my Mount Rushmores of rappers is Ludacris. Not gonna bro, lie. He's he's a he's a bar for bar type person, bro. Like, and he be he says some shit too. Like, he's not just rapping to rap. Like, he's really saying some shit. Oh yeah, especially like when he when he when he had his little diss tracks out. Whoo, Ludacris is definitely like. And my well, in my 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 Mount he's on my Mount Rushmore. I like the other. Well, my Mount Rushmore. I can only say two right now because I have to really carefully place the next two. But yeah. Lil Wayne and Ludacris oh, yeah. are on my Mount Rushmore automatically. Bro, yeah, they're both they're both crazy hard. Yeah, especially Lil Wayne. Out of those two, like. Little Wayne is, he's on another level. Man, I've been, I believe, me personally, I believe Lil Wayne is better than Jay-Z. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, no. Not, not just because his verse was better on that uh, God Did song, but just all together, like, I'm no, you know, no disrespect to Jay-Z. Cause I I love I love a lot of Jay Z songs like Jay Z he's a real lyricist you know what I'm yeah, saying 100%. but but Wayne, Wayne he's just on a whole different level bro his his vibe is completely different too and, and uh, I don't know like it it used to be more a little bit more like interchangeable like he used to be on some art I mean he might still be I really haven't peeped last album but I know the one before that uh, funeral or whatever it was like all rap pretty much whereas like he used to make a little bit of R&B too yeah Wayne he's definitely man that's that's one of those rappers I have to see before they pass away like I already Oh man, I already missed out on a lot, but Wayne, I gotta shake Lil Wayne's hand one day. 
Bro, hey, make that a goal and achieve that, bro. I'm sure you can buy a ticket for less than $300, like a meet and greet. My, I'm not even gonna lie. If I see it, if I if I got the bands for it, I'll pay. I'll pay like I'll pay. I'll pay that money to see Wayne. No lie. Like when Chris, like when Chris Brown had his little uh, meet and greets, and there was a thousand dollars or whatever. If I had it, I would have seen Chris Brown because Chris Brown, that's my nigga right there. Chris Brown. Yeah, bro, he's hard. Breezy, what? He's that guy. I would like, pay, man. There wasn't a, if there wasn't a Chris Brown, there never would have been a Justin Bieber. Facts. Like, and if there wasn't a Michael Jackson, there probably wouldn't have been either of them. Man, like, there's if there's no Michael Jackson, there probably wouldn't be a Usher. Bro, let's not, man. Usher, that. Oh my God, Usher, Chris Brown. Any of y'all celebrity, Lil Wayne, y'all listening, come come holler at your boy in the podcast. Come come show your boy some love. You know what I'm saying? We can do it. We can do it face to face. We can do it on the stream yard. We can do whatever. Just holla at your boy. Seriously. Oh um, God. Man, because there's only there's only a few rappers out there where I would pay like VI like I would pay like some money to see backstage. Now I remember, um, I remember some people. They said uh, like Bow Wow. He's having, he's having, uh, he's having a, the, the Millennium Tour again, and he said his VIP tickets cost like I think it's like a thousand two. Some people were saying like, oh, nah, that's cost too much because maybe if it was back in the day when he was a kid, but now nah. I'm just thinking. I'm like, did y'all not see his legacy? Uh, let's just I'm gonna just keep it real when I was a kid when Bow Wow was rapping as a kid he inspired a lot of these rappers today to start rapping like him and and I'll admit like Romeo he did his thing too but Bow Wow stayed on top of the rap game way his longevity in rap lasted way longer than Romeo way longer plus uh I feel like it was Trippy Red or, or it was like someone you wouldn't expect at all uh, that was like asked by some interviewer like who the most inspiring like their most inspiring artists were and it was like Bow Wow and I was like that's crazy I, like I, I just wouldn't have imagined that like I'm pretty sure it was Trippy Red nah it was Drake it was Drake yeah bro yeah it was Drake I remember that and then like People's like people was like oh then people had to re- people that made people realize like it was like oh yeah well he has been in the game for this long he has done this he has done that like Bow Wow been rapping and acting since he was a kid like he would like oh my god like Bow Wow like at first like when you know there there was times where I was just like everybody else I was like oh Bow Wow's corny Bow Wow's this and this and that yada da the same with Soldier Boy that was but. Those two are real life legends. Like Bow Wow is a legend. Nobody can tell me nothing different. Nobody can tell me nothing different. Soldier Boy is a legend. Yeah, he ain't the best rapper. He's not a lyrical rapper. You can't tell me his beats ain't hard. You yeah. can't tell me he can't produce. You can't tell me he can't market himself. This nigga got a whole game system. Yeah, no, nah, he's a uh, he's definitely. 
But he's got way more than that, too. Like, he's got, bro, more passive incomes than you can count on probably, like, both of our hands put together, I feel like. He's got, like, he's got, I think, multiple different types of shoes. Uh, Like, even multiple different companies. He's got the gaming system. He's got fucking uh, his music. (laughs) Like, uh, he's probably still with a label, so he's getting paid that way. Using that money for leverage, yeah. Fucking, and he um, and he has some shoes. They, they was called Yums. I think it was. I think it was like a Bape collab. But I remember when them Yums came out. Like Soldier Boy yeah, been you know, on top. Like he was working at Bur. He was working at Burger King. Quit working at Burger King and and took off on the rap side. That's just crazy, bro. Yeah, like, and I remember like for years, people tried kept trying to play him. And like I said, like there's times like where I where I listen to his lyrics, I was like, oh yeah, Soldier Boy is whack. This is and that, yada da. But I could never deny his beats. Like nobody could deny. Just like yeah, he can't really rap, but that speaker's going hammer was hard, or this beat right here is hard, and this and this is that. Like and that and that get silly with Vic. Oh, <laughs> he went crazy on that beat. He went crazy. Man, shout out to shout out to Soldier Boy, man. If you like, if you watching the podcast right now, uh, you know, show show your boy some love. Salsa, you know what I'm saying? Soldier Boy, shout out to you, Bow Weezy. Yes, sir. All of them. Man, but yeah, like big big time legends, big time legends. Can't 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 deny the talent. But yeah, that's the type of longevity I want for real, and I'm gonna have that type of longevity. Like soon as I get, soon as I get a couple things here and there together, I'm, I'm, cause I, I look up to people. I look up to people like that because it's like they've been in the game for so like Bow Wow and Soldier Boy been in the game for so long, but they never went broke. If they did have some debt, they cleared it up. Everybody messes up with money, but they didn't go. From rich to on the streets or anything like that, like they they probably got themselves. You know, I mean, you know, I don't know any everybody. I don't know people's financial situations, but they probably got in a couple situations where it's just like, ooh, I need to tighten up, or ooh, like you know, this this could really mess something up. But you yeah. live and learn, and that should inspire people. That's why I don't. That's why I know, like, when I become successful the way I plan to be. I'm not gonna change. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spend. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna definitely spend some money, but I ain't gonna get too greedy. I ain't gonna be trying to do. I ain't gonna be doing the most. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm. A, I'm gonna get me together, get my family together, and as long as I'm wealthy, because I could care less about being rich and famous. I just want to be wealthy. Let me be wealthy. Shoot, I'm. I'm cool. And that's, yeah, that just comes with stacking and investing, bro. Like, literally saving is, like, is a big thing. And habits, like, spending habits are also, like, a major issue. Uh, Like, as far as, like, what stops a lot of people from saving. And um, and also just bills and shit. Like, Like, yeah, bro. That should be hard to figure out. Like, basically, to survive in nowadays economy, bro, you have to have, like, a decent paying job, work 8 to 12 hours, 
and uh, work most of the days and then freaking also have like one or two passive incomes. Yeah. Like it's like smaller stuff. Yeah, because like now, especially like ever since COVID hit, COVID exposed the job industry. Like COVID exposed like because when COVID happened, everything shut down. People was losing their jobs left and right. I lost the job I was at. You know what I'm saying? And I was just thinking, I'm like, dang, like, people. some people been working at these jobs for years, for like 20-something years, 25 years. They get replaced. They get fired. Oh, yeah, well, we don't need you no more. Or we can't afford to keep you because we're paying you too much. You're a senior here. Yeah, you've got uh, seniority here. But since COVID hit, we can't afford to pay you. So we're going to hire somebody younger than you who knows exactly what they're doing, but better. And we're going to pay them less than you. But down the line, secretly, we're going to raise their pay once everything goes back together. So that that person's out of a job. They relied on that job for 20-something years, 30-something years. And they're like, dang. I don't have no backup. I don't have no other type of money. I don't have no other type of investments. But COVID made a lot of it. Made they, they. I just I read somewhere where it said COVID made during the COVID when COVID happened, America had more millionaires than ever in their whole history ever since COVID because people really put in their heads like you know what I'm gonna just start a business. I'm gonna get these yeah. loans. I'm a, I'm able to get these loans illegally or legally. I mean, real talk. Shout out to everybody who got a PPP loan the wrong way and and use their money the right way. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you, cause I I bet cause real talk. I would have got a I would have got a PPP loan, but I would have used the money right. I don't care if the government would have came back after me. I would have paid y'all back. Oh, paid y'all back. Man. Oops, my bad. Sorry. Here you go. See, my bro kept telling me to do it, and he got, bro, I, I feel like he said he got, like, 10 bands or 30 bands. It was, like, some dumb amount. And then uh, he was, like, he kept telling me to do it, and I was, like, bro, I don't know. I don't know. And then finally when I was, like, all right, whatever, I'll do it. And then uh, it was, like, already over, and I was, like, God damn. Yeah. And some people like they they man, I know some people they they as soon as they got they little they got that little 10, 20 bands. Some people got like 30, 35. They mm-hmm. bought it. What's the deal? It's your boy Chris Childs, aka Young Light Skin Hokage, business mogul, entrepreneur, artist slash shoe customizer. You can find me at underscore Chris Childs on social media or www.shopchrischilds.com. And you tuned into the candy shop. Yeah, dig. What's up, everybody? It's Junior Payne from Let's Talk About It, the show where no subject is off limits. You can catch us everywhere Fridays on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. And we're coming to YouTube real soon. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Let's with two S's Talk About It underscore. So without further ado, you are now listening to Candyman TV. Let's get into the show. Yo, what's good, everybody on Anchor? My bad. Somebody called me on the phone, and then you know, stop Anchor, stop the podcast. But we back on and popping with E Sosa, the Candy Shop, fifty five countries, baby. You know what it is. 
We live in Missouri from Springfield and Joplin. You already know we on the podcast and we finna get it popping. They don't want me to freestyle in here. I'm going to tear something up. Bro, so, wait, are you from, Are you in Springfield? Yeah, I'm in Springfield right now. Oh, shit. I didn't even know you was from Springfield, bro. Oh, no, I'm from Canton, Ohio, but I, I just live here in Springfield. Oh, shit. Hell yeah, bro. Yes, sir. Shout, shout out to Canton, Ohio. Shout out to my boy, Lave the 11th. You already know what it is. Shout out to my peoples, shout out to the block, shout out to the family, friends, and to the block. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Wink, Bro. wink. So you, you, you fuck with LeBron and Trippy Red heavy then, huh? LeBron, yes. Trippy Red, I respect Trippy Red, but I don't really, he's, I, I, like, I like Trippy Red. I never met the dude, and he's got some good yeah. songs. But I don't like I'm the LeBron part though. Yeah, heavy like Bron. Yeah. Oh, better than I Jordan. Feel, better than I, psh, live bro, fifty five countries. Better than Jordan. Bro, I used to debate all the time. Like, trust me, I'm I'm a I'm a huge LeBron fan, bro. I mean, it's really, the reason why I was like so heavy into basketball because I just realized that he was like such a living legend and like like. Bro, it's just gonna, it's crazy because he's like, most artists, I mean, not, not most artists, uh, most fucking ball players, they slow down, like, stat-wise, like, time-wise, like, everything. But for some reason, bro, this dude is an animal. Like, he's staying consistent and sometimes even better than what he was doing previously. Like, <laughs> It's nuts, bro. I mean, I get it. Jordan, six rings, undefeated in the finals. I get it. I get it. Okay. A little, and I'll say this. Jordan is somewhat, in a way, more clutch than LeBron. I'll, I'll admit that. I'll admit that. You know, there's a lot of things that Jordan is better than LeBron, but there's a lot of things that LeBron's better than Jordan. And people say, oh, well, the only reason why... LeBron's got this and this and that because he's been playing longer. Well, I mean, if you spend a million dollars on your body every year, I think you're going to last pretty long in, in playing basketball or any type of sport. I mean, his IQ is genius. And let's just be real. And I'm going to say and I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. LeBron wasn't the reason why Cleveland would, uh, would, would, wouldn't make it far. LeBron wasn't... I mean, partially it was LeBron because, you know, LeBron's the team leader. You know what I'm saying? But let's just be real. Dan Gilbert, the owner. Oh, we forgot about him. Oh, people always want to blame LeBron. Oh, LeBron didn't do this. LeBron didn't do that. I believe that Dan Gilbert seen LeBron... As a money magnet. Oh, somebody from Ohio. Oh, he's from Ohio. Oh, he's going to sell us a whole lot of tickets. I'm here for ticket sales. Oh, he brought us to the finals within like, what, three, four years? Oh, he can do it again. You didn't want to serve. LeBron didn't have a supporting organization like Kobe and Jordan did. The whole Bulls organization was behind Jordan. 
the whole Lakers organization was behind LeBron. Yeah. He didn't have that type of support. And people say like, and what I what I really hate when people say is like, they're like, oh, well, back in the day, the NBA was more physical. LeBron wouldn't last. Are you serious? If bro, LeBron, yeah. if what? Yeah, bro, people be tripping. Bro, Bron would have, Bron would have injured them old niggas, man. Bro, oh, what? If Bron, if, if Bron to play, if he had to play hardball, he would play hardball. He'd be dunk, bro. He already dunks on people and slams them to the ground. Like, what do they like? Bro. What do they think would happen? LeBron, if LeBron was allowed to play hardball, a lot of these, a lot of these, some of these players would have been trying to fight him. A lot of these players would have been trying to fight him. Like, there's been players who who got hype and whatnot and would talk they mess. But no, nah, if Braun was allowed to play hardball like back in the day, what? Oh yeah, shit would be different. Man, and on top of that, if LeBron was back in the day in the NBA, a lot of them, you know, because think about it, a lot of those older players after they got done working out, you know, or after they got done doing their thing. They would go smoke cigarettes, smoke a whole bunch, eat a whole bunch of food that's bad for their diet and whatnot. Now, LeBron, like I said, he spent a million dollars on his body. Imagine if he was doing that back in the day. He would have dogged. He would have ran through so many of them teams like he was running through in the East. Swear. But, you know, I mean, we, you know, like I said, shout out out to LeBron. If you ever want to come on the podcast, uh... Three three other three three zero in the building, you know, right about twenty minutes away from uh, Akron, you know, three three zero. Your boy, you know, you want to come on the show now? You, you know, you want to come on the show? I might not have that ticket, but you know, when my credit gets good, I can probably take out a loan. So you know, just keep me in mind. <laughs> That's it. Hey, I'm about to, I'm about to have to go in and handle some stuff real quick. Oh no, you good, you good. Real quick before you go, tell everybody your social medias, how to get in contact with you, all that. Alright, so yes sir, I appreciate you. Um Alright, so I'm E Sosa on all platforms and that's E dash S O S A and then uh Almighty E Sosa on uh everything else. Like or it's actually Almighty E Sosa nine. Um, on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, etc. And uh, hey, shout out to Candyman TV, bro. I appreciate you having me on here, bro. I would stay longer, but my girl getting mad. She want me in the house and shit, so I need to handle that. Uh, no, I, I feel you. It'd be like that. It'd be like that. I got a couple Sorry. things I got to handle, too, so it's all goody. Yeah, so y'all yes, make sure... Y'all show some love. Follow him on social medias. I'll make sure I'll put everything in the descriptions in the uh in the in the in the, in the description of the episodes. I'll make sure I'll put all his social medias and everything in that description of the episodes. Make sure if you listen on Anchor, make sure you go check out the live stream that happened on Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, uh, Twitch, and Twitter. It's your boy Candyman, and we out. I appreciate you, man. Let it. For sure, man. Glad to be here.